How do we view American politics and news items through a biblical lens? Well, once a month, we're going to talk with Dr. Mark Caleb Smith, who's going to talk to us about some items in the news and how we can approach it from a biblical perspective. And Dr. Mark Caleb Smith is a professor at Cedarville University, and he's with us this morning. Good morning, Mark. Good to be with you today. Yeah, always good to have you on, Mark. Appreciate it. So let's talk a little bit about President's Day first, since that was yesterday. A lot of folks uh, maybe had the day off uh, yesterday. or but So tell us a little bit of uh, history behind it and what's important about President's Day. Uh, President's Day really started out as a way to celebrate George Washington uh, and his unique role, obviously, in American history. Mm-hmm. Um, and then later, so we began to celebrate Abraham Lincoln's birthday, uh, and eventually it was decided that maybe those things should be merged. They were relatively close in the calendar, and uh, we ended up with sort of uh, a little bit more generic President's Day, mm-hmm. um, which I think you know, we're not in any kind of shortage of information about presidents. We hear about them, especially when they're in office. Right. Um, and with Jimmy Carter's recent situation, mm-hmm. we're hearing about former presidents often as well. Um, but I think it is appropriate in some ways for us to take a day and celebrate presidents and what they've meant to our country, uh, and certainly to honor the presidents who were, are worthy of honor. Um, I think that's healthy, and hopefully done in a way uh, that maybe gets a little bit beyond partisanship and other things that uh, often taints the way that we view particular presidents. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, Mark, do you have a favorite president that you really look up to? Uh, I think... I think Washington, I would say two. Washington would probably be uh, one of the two, uh, mostly just because of his incredible influence on the institution of the presidency, as well on the nation as a whole. Um, As president and as our first president, uh, Washington set a lot of very important precedents for his decisions, and uh, those were largely abided by by future presidents, uh, Mm -hmm. just out of tradition. Uh, he's the one that uh, wore the title of Mr. President first. Mm-hmm. He decided to step down after two terms in office, even mm-hmm. though then it wasn't required that he step down after two terms. Uh, he really, I think, uh, embodied the idea that you can put aside power and move on and let the country keep going without being in charge. Um, and historically, it was pretty unusual for someone with Washington's background as a military leader and then a political leader, to walk away from power. Uh, but he said two terms is enough, and mm. uh, the country's in good enough shape for me to walk away and let other people take over this responsibility. And mm-hmm. so I deeply admire uh, that example. Yeah. The other one would be Ronald Reagan. I, gr- I think, like with many people, mm. uh, we have a lot of admiration for presidents that we grew up with. Yeah. Yes. I think of Reagan as the president that I uh, grew up with and he had a significant effect, I think, on the way that I view politics and the way I view the Constitution and many other things as well. Um, so those two, I think, would certainly be my favorite presidents, uh, but hopefully I have an appreciation for more than just those two. Sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. So let's move on a little bit and talk a little bit about something that has been in the news for quite a while now um, and is still really kind of, un- there's a lot of unknowns uh, really, and that's of course these balloons, the spy balloons that we've been in the news recently. So, let's talk about first of all, how did this really start, and how did it get noticed? Really, from your perspective, uh, you know, we don't have to go too far into the weeds, but actually, there have been spy balloons around for quite some time. Mm-hmm. Um, 
Now, this the recent interaction with China is was rel- was discovered just a while ago, as you said. Uh, but we've been using spy balloons ourselves, and other countries have been using spy balloons for uh, for a good period. Uh, the United States started using spy balloons pretty frequently after World War II uh, in hmm. places like China and the Soviet Union because it was a way that you could fly a craft high enough away from the country so they couldn't really reach it with a surface-to-air missile and also a little bit too high for most airplanes to really deal with at that point. And so we had a pretty good array of spy balloons that were collecting information and filming the landscape at that point. And those, those were replaced eventually with, with airplanes. Uh, you know, the U-2 became the thing mm-hmm. instead of spy balloons at that point. Recently, of course, um, our interactions with China and the discovery of, of these balloons, it, what it feels like is that China's probably been doing this for a while, um, and either we didn't know about it or we knew and decided not to talk about it for various reasons. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's created this point of conflict uh, with China. I think we have to be careful that we don't read too much into it. Sure. Uh, but this, you know, this is pretty common between superpowers to have you know, a little bit of back and forth and a little bit of observation of each other in sometimes ways that are uncomfortable. Uh, but then again, we shouldn't ignore it. You know, mm-hmm. This is a provocative act from China. And it's certainly a demonstration of their strength. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, as you know, as these stories unfold, sometimes it's made to seem so alerting that we we need to step back and see the history on some of this to know that it is not like breaking news. <laughs> yeah. This is something that has happened in the past and that we have done ourselves. So, Mark, as we think about... Um, both of these stories, whether it be the president's or, you know, protecting our nation, what are some things that the Bible says about really uh, being alert, being a good citizen, uh, being a good world citizen? Well, I think a big part of this, whether we're talking about presidents or whether we're talking about balloons, uh, spy balloons, and even international tension, like with President Biden's visit to Ukraine recently, Mm -hmm. um, I think we need to keep things in perspective. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's very easy, especially in this day and media age that we find ourselves in, uh, to lose perspective and to let these stories sort of uh, build up anxiety and to create angst uh, when maybe they're not as important as we think. Um, you know, you all are in a different kind of media business, but as you know, the media uh, and other parts of the media, they profit from creating uh, interest. Yeah. And they create interest sometimes with doom and gloom and mm-hmm. uh, by talking about the danger of something because that makes us interested and it makes us continue to click. Um, I think that in Scripture, it's very clear that politics, while important, um, take a backseat to other things. Uh, you know, we have one foot in God's kingdom mm. uh, and, and the yeah. here and now, but also in the future. And we all have, also have one foot in the world's kingdom. Mm. Uh, and those political news... Uh, whether it's presidents or balloons, pull us toward the world kingdom sometimes. And sometimes it pulls us too much. Mm-hmm. And so I think a little bit of perspective helps. Yeah. I like that. Yeah, I do too. And it seems, Mark, like there's a lot of anxiety and or fear because of all the things that are going on mm-hmm. in our world today. And um, I know that you've touched on it a little bit there as we're talking about scripturally how yeah. we're supposed to respond yeah. to it. But uh, yeah, for those that maybe are feeling a little anxious today or a little fearful because of what's going on today, uh, you know, let's let's bring us back down to reality, so to speak. So, 
Sure. I think, yeah, we have to understand that this is all part of God's sovereign plan. You know, he uses these things for his own purposes. And um, even though sometimes they're scary and sometimes they're worth fretting over a little bit, uh, it isn't as if he takes his, you know, as he steps off the throne just because politics is happening. Right. Um, so I think we take confidence in who God is and what role he plays, not only in our own lives, uh, but in the conduct of the universe itself. And that should give us a little bit of comfort, I hope, that is, even as we deal with difficult things. That's right. Yeah. Also, how should we honor our presidents, even if we don't agree yeah. with them politically? Yeah, that's a great question. Uh, scripture is pretty clear about this, I think. You know, when we read uh, in Romans 13, for example, or in First Peter as well, uh, they, Paul and Peter both talk about honoring those who are in authority over us. And I think that principle still holds up. Um, you know, honor doesn't mean you always agree. Um, honor doesn't mean that you can't oppose in some ways and, mm-hmm. and work against and run against people. But I think it's about a basic respect that we're supposed to have for our leaders just because they're leaders yeah. and they've been put in these positions. And uh, we should acknowledge them as such uh, because we're commanded to. And I think that's a good way for us actually to witness to the broader world around us, you know, because right now the thought of honoring a president, regardless of what party they're in, really sounds foreign. Right. Uh, But, you know, I think when we look at Scripture, a lot of things in Scripture sound foreign to the world that surrounds us, and Mm -hmm. I think that's part of the point. So I think we can have a basic honor and respect and even still strongly disagree with someone in a way that still shows some kind of respect. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's yeah, good. That is good. That is Dr. Mark Caleb Smith, and he is going to be a regular contributor yes. uh, to our show on the third Tuesday of every month. Uh, we'll have him uh, talk about different things that are going on in our world and how to look at them from a biblical worldview. And so looking forward to that. Of course, he is the professor of political science and the director of the Center for Political Studies at Cedarville University. Mark, pleasure, brother. Thank you for joining our team and look forward to next month. Ken and Deb, always a pleasure, and I'll talk to you then.